Hey everybody, hope you are all having a fantastic day as as best as it can be, uh, considering the circumstances of how hot it is, especially here in California. Hope things are going well for you. Uh, so, I have brought up this topic in other um, forms of social media, but I thought it'd be great to revisit it um, here on Anchor. And the reason I say that is because I like when people call in and give their own commentary. Um, I was impressed when people called in and talked about the poetry. Um, And it seemed like I would, you know, things would be more receptive here. Um, So I want to talk about dreams. Um, Dreams, dream interpretation, um, things of that nature. Now, people have always said that, you know, you, you know, it's possible that dreams are important. They have something in it. But do we really give as much credit to our dreams as they deserve? I think they have so much in them as far as meaning. Um, they have so much to offer us concerning um you know, the things that we'd go through in life, the things that we may endure in life in the future, um, things like that. Dreams are very important and we shouldn't dismiss them. So my thought is about dreams and dream interpretation. Have you ever considered the possibility that you may be able to interpret your own dreams? And I used to think as a teenager that I needed to go to a psychic to do something like that, you know, because you hear about it on the TV and, of course, entertainment clouds your judgment and you think, oh, you know, you know, but really thinking about it and understanding it and understanding its imagery and and you are the best dream interpreter out there for yourself. Now, you can, I'm sure, be of good service to someone and help them maybe understand the imagery in their dream, and maybe they can take your advice and apply it to what's going on in their own lives and interpret it themselves. But have you ever stopped to think about the imagery in your own dream and how you are basically the best interpreter? I used to want to try and pay people to do something like that, Um, but you really don't need it. And I'm not trying to discourage any businesses or anything like that not at all I have um, tried to interpret some of my dreams and there are times I need help Um, I don't see myself um, justifying um, hiring a professional to do that but you know at this moment but but the mean I'm not saying that people that do this stuff for a living are illegitimate or anything like that not by a long shot I, you know, understand people do stuff for a living and you got to respect their vocation. But for me, I find that um, if I really pay attention to the imagery um, and really look at things, I can kind of understand it a little bit better and maybe try to interpret it. Um, I think that you are the best interpreter. Um, if you don't cloud your mind with all the, the, you know, preconceived notions of, oh my God, somebody's chasing after me. Um, is somebody going to come kill me? Um, do I only have a few months to live? No, what probably is chasing after you is a problem, and the problem is representing itself as a scary human being with a pitchfork or whatever. 
you know, basically you're, you're not, you're afraid to turn and face the problem and solve it. If you don't face the problem, it's going to keep pounding after you. Um, and you know, things like that, you know, so someone trying to kill you might give you nightmares, but maybe it's symbolic. Maybe it means something else entirely. It doesn't mean someone's going to kill you or anything crazy like that. I've always been interested in, in interpreting dreams. And the reason I've been interested is for over 20 years now, I've been having a recurring dream. And I'm still struggling to interpret that dream. And I've gotten multiple interpretations from others um, that I've been trying to make sense of. Um, and it's a recurring dream that I still have, not as frequently as a child, but have you ever stopped to think about the possibility that you could pay attention to the imagery and interpret your own dreams? So as we continue this discussion on dreams and dream interpretation, I would invite anyone to really look at a dream they've been having. And I've always wanted to have maybe a group discussion on dreams and dream interpretation um, because I find it fascinating. I find it fascinating to um, not only for, for myself because maybe a piece of imagery is in my dream that I don't fully understand because of course some of the, it's weird. You know, I, I've been actually asked how do blind people dream and people say, well, do you dream do you dream in color? Do you dream? No, I don't. Um, there are shapes. Uh, some people do dream in color, but I do have weird, vivid dream experiences. And I don't know where it comes from. And I think it's, I, um, I've even been told this could possibly be a sleep disorder. I don't know, but I actually, my other senses come alive and you're really supposed to be fully relaxed. Um, they even say that you're, you're basically when you sleep, your muscles are kind of paralyzed because your brain is basically on rest mode and it's basically shut down. It's, it's hibernating. So you can still move in your sleep if you have to, but when you wake up, you're supposed to be able to move freely because your brain has now realized that it's, it's in a different state and you can move freely, but some people have, you know, sleep paralysis where they wake up and they can't move because their brain is out of sync. Those things are very interesting. When I was taking general psych in college, I, there was a chapter that was focused on nothing but sleep and sleep disorders and you know, how they talked about narcolepsy and uh, all sorts of things. Um, it really fascinated me. But for me, I wonder if part of my brain is still fully awake. Because when I dream, I hear, you know, I experience like normal dreams like anyone would. But I actually feel the sensation of whatever's happening to me in my dream. I have woken up in a cold sweat with, you know, my head hurting really bad. And in the dream, I'd actually fallen and hurt my head. And I felt the sensation of me falling. You know, those weird, uh, my psychology professor, professor called it like 
hypnagogic hallucinations, I believe. I, we all have them where you feel like you're going to fall. And just before you fall, you kind of, you jolt and you wake up. And my dog reacted to that. What? Do you have dreams? I love it when you have dreams. I love it when dogs dream. They twitch and they make this, this really neat sound. I love, I love dogs dreaming. But, you know, people say, how do blind people dream? And I said, well, they dream the same way anyone else does. Every dream, every person is unique. And I'm completely unique. But if I'm going down the stairs in my dream, I can feel the stairs below me. I can tell you if they are marble, carpet, hardwood, maybe those concrete stairs. I can tell you and I can actually feel my feet moving as I'm walking down the stairs. I've actually been told by my husband a couple of times that I've actually accidentally kicked him in in sleep. I could feel myself moving. I could feel the sensation. And I think, I don't know what it is, but I think my brain is kind of in that stage where it's in between the worlds and I'm not quite asleep, but not quite awake. But I dream really odd. If somebody were to put a plate of food in front of me, I can taste the food in my dream. In fact, the other night, I actually told my friend, because when I woke up, she said, you talked in your sleep and you dreamt, you said yummy ice cream. And I said, I actually was tasting ice cream. <laughs> so I, I do acknowledge the fact that I do talk in my sleep. Um, I've had arguments in my sleep with <laughs> unknown individuals, um, but it's very rare and I have to be extremely tired and stressed to do something like that. But so this dream interpretation that I, you know, I'm talking about, I try to interpret stuff because I feel the sensation of a lot of things in my dream. I can wake up and tell you exactly what I ate. I could tell you how it tasted. So I think my other senses really come alive and make up for what I'm not seeing. So, but some blind people I've heard do actually see color. They see shapes. And it's amazing when that happens. It really is. So I really believe, like, how do people dream? How do you dream? Are all of your senses alive? Do you pay attention to the food that you're eating, the smells, uh, maybe the stairs that you're walking up? Does the railing feel sturdy? I mean, these are things I question in my dream. And I, I'll, you know, I remember in, in several dreams, I would test the railing before I went up and down a staircase. And things like that, and I'll wake up in a cold sweat, or I'll feel like I was swimming in the ocean, and I will wake up in a cold sweat, and I would feel wet, not just, you know, around my head and neck area, but all over my body. And the bed, I would feel a sensation of movement as if I was floating on top of the water on my back. And I have, you know, interesting experiences that I, I can't really classify as, I don't want to say out of body experiences because I don't feel like I'm like, you know, I don't know how some people are with the paranormal and science fiction and all that. I don't feel like I'm astral traveling or anything. I do believe our body in some ways 
our soul might leave our body during sleep, but I don't know about enough about that kind of realm to really fully understand it. But it has been fascinating me for many, many, many years because I have a recurring dream and I have so much imagery. Um, like, for example, the number three, for instance, it pops up in my dream in this recurring dream all the time. And I'm trying to figure that out. Well, three, of course, most Christians re- recognize as the Holy Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Um, of course, there's also people saying good, th- good things come in threes. Uh, three strikes and you're out. Because, you know, when the three happens, sometimes good things happen in my dream and sometimes bad things happen. So you just never know what the three is supposed to symbolize in my dream. But the three pops up everywhere. Everywhere. Um, in three days, this happens. In three days, something transforms. And I've had this dream since I was a 10-year-old little girl, scared and shaking when I had it the first time, afraid that in three days I was going to be kidnapped. Because the last words I hear were a tape recording from a boat captain, a ship captain, who said, in three days, my life will change. And then I woke up having, in three days, my life will change. In three days, my life will change. And I was on this weird boat by myself, finding a tape recorder with, I guess, a captain who possibly died and was having a little a log. And he was detailing so many things. I could almost, like, hear everything he said. I could hear his voice right now as I'm talking to you. That's why, like, this exact story that I'm writing that I hope to publish on Amazon before school starts, I could hear the voice of the actor who was in my dream and how he went and killed his, you know, tried to kill himself. I could still see myself inserted into that dream. Of course, I'm not the main character in the story. I've given this character a name, and, you know, she has some interesting issues to deal with, but I can still hear the voices. I can feel right now, I can feel the gymnasium floor under my feet. I, you know, just, it leaves such an impact on me that when I wake up, my life isn't the same. A dream just totally transforms my thinking. It just totally takes, throws me for a loop. So I'm not sure what it is that has me, you know, thinking about it. But dream interpretation means a great deal to me. And in the next segment, I'm going to tell you why. But how do I dream? It's very unique. How do you dream? That'd be a very interesting thing to discuss. So, as we go to in, into the realm of dreams again, my, my question is, um, for those who are interested, do you feel that, you know, you can really understand the imagery and do you have a sense of clarity? Now, interpreting dreams doesn't always mean the end to life's like problems. I still haven't fully interpreted this dream because I've had it for 20 years. And I have found it very hard to understand. I know it's a spiritual journey. I know that much. 
And I know the number three is a huge, it's not just a symbol, it's a motif in my dream. It's really, really powerful. And taking creative uh, writing courses has really helped me to revisit this whole idea of dream interpretation. Because years ago, I would talk about it on social media and to say, well, how can I interpret my dreams? What do I do? Who, what, where, when, how, why, you know, but you don't, I, you know, and and years ago, I would listen, I would look up websites, I would look up those dream databases, and of course, you hear about Freud's interpretation of dreams, which, I mean, I'm I'm not going to dismiss the guy, Freud's a good guy, but I wouldn't say I'm Freudian in my ways. <laughs> so, I don't really agree with some of the stuff, but, you know, I, I, you know, Freud's a good guy. He was a great contributor to science and the way people think. But I have to say that, you know, I've looked at databases and I, you know, of course, they always said, pay attention to the symbolism, pay attention to the imagery. You know, this could mean this, this could mean this, this could mean this, da, 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 da. And not until you start reading poetry and you really start to read and pay attention to the literary elements that these authors were inspired by something in a dream or something in their life some sort of life altering experience and you pay attention to that and then you go back and you look at your own dreams and you say wait a minute what does this all mean I've never been able to put the pieces together and having an anchor discussion would really be awesome you know if you could call in and talk about dreams you know if you feel compelled to share a dream then by all means share a dream because it's important um, if you want to discuss it no one is probing you to share a dream if you don't wish to. Um, because there are some dreams that give us the willies. <laughs> They're scary. I had dreams like that. Um, really freaky paranormal dreams. Um, I had a scary dream one time where I I don't know why I was thinking of it, but I was in a great deal of pain. And when I'm in pain and I go to bed in pain, I have nightmares. And I guess it's just the whole thing of my body saying, you need to get this checked out or something really bad can happen. So I I guess the nightmares are my body's way of telling me I should take better care of myself. And I try. I'm not the best at it. But I went to bed one night with horrible, horrible abdominal cramps. And during the night, I had this dream where I was at the university. And the weirdest thing was... It was a younger version of me in the dream, and hopefully in a year or so, I will be leaving college and going to university in my 30s. But, you know, people still go to school in their 60s, so I don't feel ashamed. But in the dream, I was, I would say about 22, and I'm 32 now, so about maybe 10 years younger, if give or take a year. And me and three other girls we're feeling so depressed one night. We were so inundated with finals and grades and horrible, horrible things that we made this horrible pact to kill ourselves at the same time in one locked room, dimly lit. We all just took our pills and held hands. Well, of course me, I chickened out and 
I didn't want the girls to know I was chickening out because I thought, oh, God, they'll kill me. So I took one pill just to look like I was paying attention. And I would every so often, because the girls were starting to go out of it, I would ever so often jiggle around some pills in my bottle to make it seem like I was taking them. And then um, I was also texting my friend you know, and I was telling the girls, oh, I'm telling my friend goodbye. I'm telling her I love her. But in reality, I'm telling my friend, call the police, you know. And so there I was, you know, trying to get help for everybody. But, of course, chickening out, you know. And, like, a few years later, almost about the same age as I am now, I went to spend the night at a friend's house. And the spirit of the three girls came into the room and tried to finish the job. They tried to kill me. And it was uh, it was a scary dream. I woke up and I'm like, ew, dear. And I remember hating myself for having to take painkillers the night before. And I'm thinking, well, maybe I should go to the doctor instead of just taking pills and hoping the pain goes away. And I thought that was it. But I've gone to the doctor to discuss these issues. And she said, you know, basically what you have, I've offered you all the treatments that I have, um, all the treatment options, but you're just going to have to deal with it. You're just going to have to live with it. And I remember them being concerned about my lack of iron. In fact, one doctor thought I had an iron deficiency. Um, thank God the blood came back normal. I was able to stabilize it for a while. But I just remember being in so much pain the night before. I was writhing in agony. And to hear a doctor, she did validate my condition, but she said, you're just going to have to live with it. And to just hear them tell me that, I go to bed writhing in agony. And I guess the the way I was feeling, I went to bed and had this really creepy dream about me being in a dorm room with university students making this devilish pact, which, I mean, I would never do that. You know, I've got a husband, I've got a dog. Um, I have had moments of of doubt and, you know, um, a lot of depression when I was a teenager. And I still struggle with pain. Um, But, you know, I, I would never put my husband through that. For one, I would never even live on a dorm. I'm married. Why would I, you know, be off camp on campus, leaving my husband to pretty much fend for himself? I would never do that. Um. So it it just kind of gave me the willies because it was the scariest dream, but it meant something because obviously I wasn't going to wake up and, you know, find the spirit of three girls trying to seek their revenge. We made a pact. Now we're going to kill you too. You know, obviously that's definitely not going to happen, but there's a symbol and there, there, there's a symbol there. And I, I want to know is, was it the pain? Was it the pill? You know, what was it? What was it that, that, what was the symbolism of that? And I've tried to look back at it and I've tried to interpret it. And I know for a fact that no one's out to kill me. I know for a fact that it was just one of those scary dreams. Sometimes we just have nightmares for no reason. But I had a feeling this dream meant something. And I think the dream meant, you know, maybe the message it was trying to send to me is no matter how painful things get in your life, even if you have to reach for your medicine, it's okay, but don't give up. You know, I'm not saying that, I'm not saying that, oh, it's okay to get addicted or whatever. I personally hate the idea of taking pills. And even though I'm in a great deal of pain right now, I mean, I don't have 
ugh, that awful urge, you know, that people go through. I pray for people that suffer through that stuff. It's, it's very traumatizing. It's life affecting for not just them, but the people that they put, you know, the people that are put through all this trauma because of them. But for me now being in pain and, you know, experiencing a, a little brief glimpse of what I was feeling the night I went to bed, it helped me put things into perspective and know that no matter how dark and dismal things get, I can all, I can always pull myself out of it. And the fact that I was able to call the police in the dream and I did try to get help for those girls. Unfortunately, they didn't make it in the dream. The thing is, I, oh, I did try to do the right thing. Not just by them, but by myself. I mean, obviously, what kind of person would have done that? What kind of person would have made some sort of devilish pact knowing that they had a family? And the only message that I could surmise that came um, from the dream was that knowing that my husband and everybody was still here, as long as I do the right thing, I will always pull myself out of it. I tried to do the right thing in my dream and things didn't always go well. Of course, the girls died. So, I mean, it was a pretty scary dream. It really was very life affecting. Um, not always in a positive way, but, you know, things like that happen. But sometimes we don't always want to hear the truth from our dreams. You know, it's... it's. So, as I was saying, um, it's always good to be true to yourself, even if something positive doesn't occur in your dream or you don't receive a positive message and of course being the fact that I'm very I, I consider myself very spiritual but I'm not outwardly religious I admit I don't go to church regularly um, I've actually been pushed away by a lot of Christian churches by their judgmental ways um, now, that doesn't stop me from believing in my faith and knowing that God is real and knowing that, you know, things happen for a reason. And, you know, but I think for a dream like that to have occurred, there was a message that came from it. And I share this not because, oh, my God, we all need help. I do, you know, I, I, I do want help but not in a way that you might be thinking I do want help putting things into perspective and studying and discussing things and I suspect that I'm going to delve deeper into it when I go into the university and um, being the fact that I'm having some issues with college right now where um, I didn't do very well last semester in fact a friend of mine actually told me last night every college that you go to you're going to have a semester of hell and last semester was mine. It, she said, it doesn't matter how many colleges you go to, there will always be one. And I've never, ever, 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 ever at this college ever got a failing grade. I always passed, even if they weren't straight A's, even if they were just average, I've always passed. And I'm looking at a potential failing grade. And it's hard for me to accept, but it's a possibility. And so the thing is, the professor hasn't posted my grade and it's still lingering on incomplete. And all attempts, not just by myself, but by uh, someone at the college to contact this professor are going unanswered. So we're actually a little worried. I'm a little worried about him because he's kept meticulous records. This is completely out of character for him 
but I figured he was just really busy, especially in the summertime when classes have been dampered down, um, you know, to the short, I think there are six week classes. I'm not sure how long summer schools are again, but you know, I have to accept it. Things didn't go well. I didn't perform at my best with my health at not very optimal, you know, standards. Things weren't very good. I can accept that. Um, so there's a lot going on right now, but with, you know, my English course is basically drawing to an end. I know I've got at least a couple of literature courses that I need to take, and only one of them is being offered this semester that I'm taking. Um, I'm pretty much going to have a little bit more time, and of course studying English literature is going to be very interesting um, without math and science. I was hoping to take a math and science course and knock them out of the ballpark, but I don't know. I get too overwhelmed in math and science that I neglect really looking at literature. So maybe, you know, because there's no openings in math classes right now, maybe things are happening for a reason. I don't like it. I can accept that I didn't perform at my best, but things are happening for a reason. And I think when this dream happened, um, it happened for a reason to warn me that as long as you always do the right thing, you're going to pull yourself out. And, you know, looking at the imagery and the symbolism of the dream, that's the best interpretation that I can come up with. Um, people might look at it and go, ooh, scary. You know, maybe somebody has a vendetta against you or no, it doesn't always mean that. Now, that wasn't exactly what I wanted to hear. People might think, oh, that's a positive message. Oh, my God, that's so motivating. No, when you're waking up and you're in a great deal of pain and you're hearing somebody say, hang in there. You just want to slug them in the face or in the stomach. It's like, ow, I'm in pain. Really, is that what I needed to hear? But it's the truth, and it hurts. The truth hurts just as much as the pain. So I guess it's something we have to accept, you know, and, and move on. And uh, so what do you think about dreams? How do you feel about interpreting your own dreams? Have you considered giving it a try? You know, discuss some of your dreams, discuss imagery of things and help others put it into perspective. I find this very, very fascinating. I really do. Well, thank you guys for joining me on this brief discussion, although it was seemed long, but thank you for joining me anyway. Take care.